You're entering the MSP Zone, a podcast for the managed services community, covering news, analysis, and interviews from around the globe. Elevate your MSP game by staying in the MSP Zone. And now, your host, Charles Weaver. zone today we are going to do our official managed services state of the market mid-year review for 2020 we're going to take stock at the first six months of year 2020 and take a look at the actual data take a look at what the numbers really say about how we've been doing and we do have some good data um, but we're going to take some data, plus we're going to apply some anecdotal, uh, but nevertheless, you know, real information that we've been getting from actual MSPs uh, and apply those things together and see where we come out. And uh, you might be surprised, um, maybe not, but uh, I, there's some actually good information here that uh, I think we could all um, use uh, to our benefit. So let's dive right in. And I'm going to jump around. I've got a lot of material here and I'll try to post all of it uh, with links to some of the source material uh, so that all of you guys can go and check this out um, yourself. But I'd like to say, uh, starting off, right, that that kind of your your mileage may vary. Your experience may differ depending on where you are, the type of managed service provider you are, um, whether you are in fact an MSP or not, obviously is going to make a huge difference uh, as to whether or not you find any of this relevant to what you are have been experiencing for the last six months. Um, where you are in the world is going to greatly um, uh, differ and, and change how the year so far has been for you. Uh, and certainly other nuances, other kind of uh, s- subtleties, if, if you want to call it that, of, of how you practice uh, managed services, you know, what type of an MSP you are, what type of services you deliver, what types of customers you have. Um, all of those things are part of the complexity um, and the wonder of the managed services professional market, but they also uh, have allow for a lot of variance in the outcome of, of experiences. So I just wanted to put that out there. And um, yeah. so let, let's deal with what we know and, and the facts. We know that going into 2020, um, and, and in fact, probably close to the, uh, you know, the, the middle part of, of Q1, most MSPs were projecting record growth. We, we know this. We, we've talked to enough MSPs that the, the economic data uh, by itself was very promising, but MSPs specifically were going into and had already gone through much of the first quarter of 2020 with a really good track record of deals closed, projects, managed services contracts, and customers coming on board. Everything was looking good, right? So, uh, And then COVID-19 hit, and things uh, stopped for about two weeks. Um, They stopped for about two weeks and then they went crazy again. Now here's where it starts to get tricky. If you were a MSP, you went crazy. You had business. You were very busy. Odds are, 
right? Uh, again, most of the MSPs we talked to said they went through a period of short transition, about a week or two, and then they just got suddenly very busy as their customers began to react to the pandemic and began to implement a very hastily put together uh, business strategy that almost all, all of them involved some measure of, of IT, especially those work from home. We'll get to that moment. Um, but the MSPs were really busy. Um, the some they may call themselves MSPs, and this is where it gets tricky. Um, but but let's shall we say the the less mature providers, the ones that may be not not doing as much on the managed services front, they maybe not didn't get busy. They didn't see that um, that side of of uh, of activity, and and they may have seen a lot of loss of business, a lot of projects, and and we don't know this from the MSPs themselves that we did see a lot of the project work stop. Um, so the discretionary um, IT spending, um, if you want to call it that, so projects, IT projects that were outside of a normal managed services, you know, monitoring management contract, those things probably were, were very much impacted at the, at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, but we, we did see a fairly quick stabilization. And again, those MSPs who were already deriving a significant portion of their revenue from stabilized, onboarded, managed services customers, by and large, for the most part, did pretty well. They may have had a little bit of a loss, uh, maybe a percentage point or two, but for the most part, they did pretty well throughout that period of March, April, May. And after that, you know, we started to have different parts of the country and the world start to reopen. And so we've, we've had these kind of very... Uh, unsteady and certainly very kind of sporadic, so not across the board by any means, but but different levels of reopening and recovery that have been taking place to different degrees, and that makes this um, kind of difficult to kind of make an assessment that that is uh, super accurate because as i said in the very beginning it really depends on where you are and what you're doing and to whom you're doing it um, those things are going to really matter about whether you think you had a really good year or you know a, a not so good year um, anyway so that that's where we are from from kind of a historical review of the of the last six months we do know from a demand side that the demand for managed services has gone through the roof. So if the project, the discretionary projects have been put on hold, we do know, again, anecdotally from the MSPs themselves, that they have been quite busy with um, existing managed services clients, even onboarding some new ones, but certainly keeping the existing customers they do have happy and safe and stable. And that has only become more challenging because of the sharp increase in cybercrime. Uh, the le level of threats, uh, cybercrime attacks, malware attacks, uh, spyware attacks, um, phishing attacks, um, 
targeted um, industry attacks, specifically nation state attacks on certain sectors of, of not just the United States, but other places around the world going after, for example, pandemic research data, you know, uh, vaccine data. We know for a fact that this is happening um, typically from places like China where they are, are targeting actual pharmaceutical companies, targeting actual MSPs, attempting to get in and access that data for uh, not for ransomware th- uh, uh, purposes or, or to, for blackmail, but just, just for sheer intellectual property theft um so this has all gone up right um shot through the roof especially with a lot of people going to work from home uh, situations again uh, we all know that the you know spyware attacks have just skyrocketed uh, chiefly because of that work from home uh, concept um most industries have done fairly well now i would say we all know that restaurants hospitality um, hotels, travel, uh, leisure, those types of things, those sectors have been um, kind of rough, right? We, we all know this. And, and that's not here in the United States solely. That's everywhere in the world for the most part. Uh, those sectors have been uh, rather hard hit. And yet there are many examples of specifically in the restaurant sector, for example, that um, have actually modified their business models and have leveraged some of them, I think quite a lot of them, um, technology to be able to do things like curbside pickup. Um, you, you've seen um, uh, groceries uh, and, and those types of consumer vendor retail uh, shops and, and businesses um, leverage even further technology to be able to remain uh, viable and uh, sustainable in in a pandemic situation, and and some of them have done quite well, but have all I think relied on technology and most likely managed services in order to achieve that level of operational uh, status. Um, so so that's kind of a business review of where we've been at. Now let's take a look at the at at the data, and uh, some of it's I'm going to get to the data in a little bit, but I'm going to read from an actual. Um, uh, it's, a, it's a press announcement from um, uh, an analyst firm uh, just talking about, and it's dated July 30th, 2020, so it's uh, pretty fresh, hot off the wires. And uh, the title is Enterprises Turn to Managed Service Providers to Operate Their IT Infrastructures. Not a particularly groundbreaking, earth-shattering headline. It's something we've all known about. Um but it's, it's a good example of how MSPs still, even at the enterprise level, have plenty of, of tailwind right now. They've got a lot of wind in their sail. They are uh, doing quite well, even at the enterprise level. And wouldn't you know it, I, 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 this study doesn't actually talk about it, but I certainly think that it's also likely happening at the mid-market and SMB level as well. Um, so here's at least one uh, analyst firm. Um, they call themselves ISG. I'm not that familiar with these guys, but um, Information Services Group, ISG, they're a NASDAQ uh, research advisory firm um, doing a study on enterprise, uh, enterprise organizations outsourcing to managed service providers 
and uh, they still see a lot of uh, a lot of uh, momentum there, which is good news for for all of us. Let, let's get to the data now, and as always, we like to go to Gartner because they have some pretty good uh, data. I don't believe uh, they, they could have some more recent. Uh, data from this, but this is dated, again, from Gartner Worldwide IT Spending, which they track and uh, annually, and they do release uh, a lot of different um, um, updates to this throughout the year, um, dated July 13th. Um, so IT spending ha uh, is forecasted to decline 7.3% this year, 2020. So to give you some perspective, um, we were projected, and so 2019 uh, IT spending, global IT spending, was about $3.8 trillion. Um, I believe that we were projected, I don't know what the projections were before they had uh, had been revised, but I know that they were going into 2020, they were they were pretty good, and, and we were seeing a growth, uh, maybe modest growth, but it was growth nonetheless. Um, so for 2020, now we're looking at a 7.3% decline or, or drawback. Um, and the number in, in particular that we care about is the IT services part of that global IT spending. And that is right now projected for 2020 to be around a, a little bit below $1 trillion, so about $969 billion in IT services. Um, still not bad. Still not bad when you consider all the other sectors that are doing, you know, data center systems uh, down 10.3%. Um, uh, device uh, spending is down 16%, uh, again, according to this, this Gartner update. Um, IT services are, are projected for a 6.8% decline um, in 2020, which... It, it's not great, but it's not the end of the world either. And it's uh, certainly there's quite a lot of money still being spent in this sector. And it crosses many different market verticals. And it's, it's still a good amount of, um, we can't call it growth anymore, but we can certainly call it um, sustainable, right? It's, it's probably back where it was maybe around 2018, uh, to, so maybe about a two-year um, adjustment to where we were in 2018 dollars, to give you a sense of, of that. Um, but I want to quote from um, actually one of the, the senior analysts who, who regularly um, does uh, and, and, and opines on this uh, part of it. Uh, his name is Lovelock uh, from Gartner. Um, and, and this is, I think, I found very interesting and, and hopeful. Um, and quoting here, with the easing of the lockdown restrictions, many enterprises will soon return to a higher level of revenue, certainly allowing some cash flow restrictions to ease and CIOs to resume spending on IT again. And the V-shaped or W-shaped or U-shaped uh, recovery um, no matter how you're going to look at it, um, we're definitely projecting this. And uh, I think even Gartner is looking at this and saying um, th there's going to be a, quote, swoop recovery uh, of top-line IT spending uh, that's going to continue. Uh, and it's going to continue faster than the 
regular economy, meaning that IT is going to be at the forefront of this economic recovery, probably out until 2021 or beyond. And that's a really good promising thing. Um, that for me is hopeful, right? If you're an MSP out there on the front lines wondering, hey, what's, what's the rest of the year look, gonna look like? What's, the, what's 2021 gonna look like? Um, you may have seen the, the US uh, GDP uh, numbers for the second quarter. And um, you know, s- some people actually saw the uh, 32% number, which is actually an annualized number um, and, and not quite accurate, right? We don't actually look at, uh, I don't think it's helpful to look at a, a quarterly annualized number. Um, the actual, uh, it was a reduction, don't get me, it was not good. Um, but it was a, I think, about a 7% decline. Don't quote me on that. But it was it was about a 7% GDP decline for Q2. And we are, I think, all across the board, all signs indicate that Q3 is going to be double-digit growth. So we should now be, you know, now that we're into, you know, almost into August, um, we should be looking at a very good third quarter and a also good, but a slightly less um, so uh, less of a good, if you want to call it that, uh, fourth quarter, uh, less growth than Q3, but still growth. So the rest of the year should be good, um, and yeah, I mean those those numbers are are fairly promising, just shy of a trillion dollars in global IT spending. I would still project that maybe around two hundred fifty three hundred billion. Uh, dollars is directly related to managed services um, spending. Uh, that's revenue created, uh, generated by MSPs themselves. Um, that number may have actually gone up in the last six months, but um, you know we're we're definitely in precarious times. Uh, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Um, but if there's any sector out there. If there's any sector that you would want to be in, other than maybe you're looking for a vaccine for COVID, um, being an MSP is probably the best place on the planet to be. Um, think about it. You, you have access to, to customers, uh, hopefully across multiple markets, um, if you're diversified. Um, customers need your services right now more than ever. Um, they need your protection uh, against cyber criminals, cyber attacks, which are sustained and increasing. And you're about the only thing on the planet that can give all companies uh, reliable, consistent IT management at a consistent fixed price. That is what the whole world needs right now. The whole world needs managed services. There's no way that we're going to be able to get out of this without predictable, stable managed service providers doing what you guys do every day, day in and day out. I would say that our mid-year review, um, it could be better, right? If we didn't have the pandemic, certainly we'd be having a much different discussion. But I'm going to chalk this up and say that the, if the worst isn't behind us, then certainly I would say um, we've gone through a deep valley, and I think that we're coming out of it, uh, and I really do believe that, and I think that there's a lot of growth, a lot of climbing left to do, 
uh, and the MSPs, if you're positioned correctly, you can be um, the beneficiaries of that growth. And I, and, I, and I really believe that. I believe that the data is there to support that. And, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see at the end of the year. We'll come back and do our final year of the end 2020 review um, and see if our predictions are, were right. Anyway, um, those are my thoughts. If you have your comments, we'd love to hear about them. We'd send us an email, leave us a comment, and definitely subscribe to the podcast. And uh, until next time, this is Charles Weaver with MSP Zone. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a like. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you will get notified when future episodes are released. We will see you next time in the MSP Zone. Zone.